0: Welcome to The Clappers, this is Andrew Young. And I'm Carl Quinn. Today, we are speaking about, briefly, Tom Gleason. We're speaking about, maybe a little bit more length, clique. We're talking about The Lion King. Yes. We're also talking about Carl's experience with Robert Foster. At the table and as an audience member. While I was away, something really funny happened, and I mean that sincerely, and we never got to talk about it. What was it? Tom Gleason won the Gold Lucky. Oh, really? We go back into ancient history, man. I just wanted to say, because I love that show, and I was really disappointed when he decided... Uh, when he announced that he was going to stop doing hard quiz. Yes. Which I thought, well, this is the only way people all over Australia know him and will go to his gigs. That seems really dumb, yep. right? Yep. Um, but he's now reannounced that he's got the public pressure of being the gold. But I just thought it was hilarious, the idea that he was going to take one of the most ridiculous uh, ceremonies in, and, and most meaningless awards and make it even more meaningless by <laughs> running and campaigning to win it, and so I was delighted to see that he won it. And I watched his logie speech on YouTube, and I put it up for our class per. Uh, I saw that. listeners on yeah. the uh, on the Facebook page. It's very funny, and so was he. And a lot of people were no no normal people even knew or cared or worried about it, but pundits, people who talk about television and people who are on panel shows, were very upset the next day and throughout so, the week. So he said in that it.
1: speech. He said in that speech uh, that we, we're in a dying medium. Right. Yes, he said. No, none of us. We used to go to parties and say, "Hey, I love your work," but now we don't see each other's work because yeah. we're all watching. You know, we're all watching Netflix, Netflix and Stan, and, Stan and, yeah. Yeah, and going, "How good's Chernobyl?" <laughs> which, is, which is a great line. Yeah. But I, I then wrote a piece uh, looking at that whole question mm. of is TV dying? Yes, and uh, it's it's interesting because like your, your knee your knee jerk response would be yes, clearly it is right. Free well, to air TV is dying, but it's actually way more complicated. Y- yes and don't. no. I would I would say yes
0: and no. It's a bit like. Newspapers, yeah, newspapers are still with us, yeah, and they still exist. So they're mm-hmm. not they're not dying per se. And people have looked at the a uh, couple of examples of newspapers that have even started to thrive with a, a different operating yep. system of I getting mean. people involved in purchasing them uh, in an online subscription fashion. But. It was delightful. I, I was. I first rejoiced about this when I heard the Logies were going to the Gold Coast and people <laughs> were going up in arms. I thought, what better place for the Logies? Than the the bogeys, Gold Coast. The Bogies. The most meaningless award <laughs> um, next to well, there's maybe a couple of more meaningless awards that I won't mention, but the, it is it is something that nobody nobody cares about. And I'm so happy that somebody could make it even
1: more meaningless. i, I got to say, I don't yeah. think it's it's right to say that nobody cares about it. I think the people mm. who win them care about them.
0: Well, that's my point. They are nobody. These are <laughs> non-entities. Totally These are people who are... I'll, I'll give you an example of one. Richard Wilkins. Mm. Richard Wiggles, You might have noticed mouthing, um, swearing and cursing at uh, Tom Gleeson during that um, Gold Logos acceptance speech Ironically. I'm not sure if there is a ironic bone <laughs> in that beautifully tanned and coiffed man's body. But, yeah, there are people who have nothing to offer but their own egos, their own f- self-importance, and it was... Just so delightful to see how upset and outraged some of them were at this man making a mockery of the whole thing that they held so dear. Well,
1: just I think to to uh, you know give give what, what's the opposite of credit? Give debit where debit, debit is due. Debit <laughs> where debit is due. I love it. We should employ that phrase. I think we have to acknowledge. I have to acknowledge that, that I got it. I got it completely wrong. Back oh, okay. uh, when when I first flagged on this show that, yes. that Tom Gleeson was quitting, and you didn't know about it, and we mm. went to his Twitter account, yeah. and looked at it. And Yes. There it was. Well, but, well, you didn't I'm get it wrong. He, he did say he was no, quitting. that was all part of his faux campaign. Oh, you he, think so? Yes. I know so. Oh, do you? Yes. Oh, okay. It was, it was oh. all a stunt. It oh, was all it? a stunt. He was never quitting. We were, we were fooled. He was never quitting.
0: We were reeled in <laughs> yes. by the hype yeah. or, the, or the non-hype. The anti-hype. The anti-hype. Yeah. The debit system. The Tom Gleeson <laughs> debit system. Long uh, may it rain. Well, long may it rain because I think I think Hard Quiz is hilarious and it shows every other, every other quiz show – uh, how to do it? Frankly, it's it's quick. It's Rule pacey. number one: yes. hire Tom Gleeson. Hire Tom Gleeson and just make it fast. You know, it's got a great rhythm to it, and people need to remember that television, even if it's reality television, needs to have a good rhythm to
1: it. Okay, I'm going to throw one at you here: yeah, curveball, curveball. You didn't see this coming. Reality um, TV. Yes. Did you watch Ninja? What? Ninja. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was I supposed to? I don't even know about it. Ninja <laughs> Australia's
1: what's it called? Australia's greatest ninja. It was just oh a, no Ninja Warrior. No. Oh, no. No. It's like it's hilarious. Mm. It's, it's the most ridiculous show. It's kind of like you, you take um, you know the old it's a knockout kind of scenario yeah. oh, or gladiators those kind of things. But you actually make this a sort of it's it's a combination of sort of rock climbing parkour kind of okay. course. Yeah. Yep, and then yep. you put. Really, really nerdy people with oh. great upper body strength. Oh.
0: <laughs> Fascinating. That sounds like me. I've it's got great upper body strength, and yeah. I'm, I'm. I must say, given that I wear spectacles, uh, you, you could call me nerdy looking.
1: The guy who won it,
0: yeah, wears spectacles.
1: Great. What? A Eve victory for us, right? Eve, Eve went in wearing a peaked cap. Ah. He's he's a golfer. And well, yeah, golfers and, wear peaked caps and, now. I just, uh, I've got to say, mm. this is a show. This is its third season. It's just finished. It's a very short run. It's like Good. nine episodes, ten Good. episodes, something like that. Uh, and it just, it finished on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, I'm a late comer to the show. I, I'd seen a few minutes here and there. I just, mm. oh, that's ridiculous. And then yeah, yeah. it was on at work, right? We oh, had okay. TV above where we work, and yes. you know, of no, you do, no, just sound. one, just one TV. Well, actually, hundreds of them. But anyway, <laughs> um, and it was on, and it was like. A, I'd stand there next to some of my colleagues and we'd go, oh, this show's is ridiculous, isn't it? And then we go, oh, my God, he made it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And it's, Brilliant. It, 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 it's it sucked is, you it, in. It totally did. Oh, it. that's it great. Like, uh, I don't know, something quite joyous in it. Mm, and mm. The ridiculousness of it, the pointlessness of it. And it's on, It actually made me think that was World Series cricket when it started. Let me guess It was an it, invented game.
0: I won't waste any more of your time. I will just briefly say... I would like to say thank you to the contestants on Hard Quiz because they make the show. And I know a lot of you haven't seen the show because we're all watching Netflix or Stan or whatever. No one, we don't watch each other's shows anymore. When you see each other at a party, don't say, I love your work, because you don't, because you haven't seen it. (laughs) Just say, how good's Chernobyl? (laughs) Our industry is dying and I'm part of that.
1: Andrew, I'm going li- to just lie back. I'm going to do a little sort of scooby-doo. I, Mists of yep. time thing, right? Going back to 2017. Yeah, a, you I talked mean, on this show. I did, I did. <laughs> I'm finished yet. You talked on the show about, probably about beer, about Coopers. Or undoubtedly, you talked about Coopers at some stage. Uh, you talked on the show about a, sh- uh, a program called Clique. Do you remember it? No. No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sitting back here now. Uh. No.
0: He, did, he, did I watch this show?
1: In one ear, out the did, other. Was, even when you're talking, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I have so much to say that that I can't possibly be expected to
1: remember. I, just, so it makes <laughs> me feel a little bit better about how little attention you pay to what I'm saying because you don't pay much more to what you're saying. So there's some upside in this. Uh, this is a
0: television program. Click. Yeah,
1: it's a six part series. Yeah, uh, about uh, a young girl who goes to uh, university in Edinburgh, mm. um, and she mixes up mixes it with oh, this sort of like the yeah. gorgeous set and suddenly yeah, 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 gets yeah. sucked into this world of high finance and and skullduggery and crime. Yeah, it's and ring, so it's on. all coming back to me. Yeah, is it's it all coming back? Is it did really? I, did I watch it? Or did I just talk it. about it. You talked about it. You said it was interesting. Oh, yeah, okay. you probably watched the trailer. You probably watched the trailer. No, never,
0: I, I promise you and the <laughs> listener that I've never come on here having watched a trailer. And then spoken about it pretending that I've watched something. Okay, right. I always have actually watched the thing yeah. I say that I've watched. Or
1: you fessed up and said.
0: Oh, I'm happiest. I'm, I'm happy to a judgment. I'm actually on happiest talking about. I'm happiest mm. talking about things that I haven't seen. Okay, this is the second season. Haven't actually. seen it. Yeah. Let's talk okay, about it. Let's talk about it.
1: <laughs> we found the worst people in the world again. I didn't do this, Holly. It's I liked intre- the first
0: one, didn't I? I think I wasn't, think disa- you did. I wasn't yeah. disappointed at the end of that. No, s- you no, were good. not.
1: Because uh, that happens. Sometimes. It's it's an interesting show in mm. that it's sort of, it's in the space of kind of, I guess what you call sort of young adult, teen kind of oriented stuff like Pretty Little Liars mm-hmm. and Gossip Girl and, and Riverdale and those kind of shows. Yeah, so I, very, I've heard of those shows. Very cliquey, yep. very glossy, very, mm-hmm. you know, all impossibly good looking people. Yeah. You know, uh, it's pitched a little bit older, I think, and okay. there's a lot of uh, a lot of sex, a mm, lot drugs. of drugs, yeah. uh, and it's not sort of glossed over in quite the way that it is in PLL and and co. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit more gritty. PLL being Pretty Little Lies. <gasps> yeah, thanks. Um, it's a bit. It's a bit grittier. Yeah. Um, and what I find most interesting about it is that in season one, mm-hmm. it was framed with this kind of. Uh, she goes to her first le- uh, one of her first lectures. It lectures. It's a macroeconomics lecture, and the woman who's teaching this is like she's this demigod. Oh, Everybody yeah, wants to be in her class. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she's yeah. hard. Yeah. She's she's like you know, th- her brand of feminism yeah. is basically stop whinging. Yeah, get, get out there and it. claim it. Use yeah. what you've got. Claim it. She goes to, to work for it, doesn't she? she? Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a an internship at this this lecturer's That's, brother's yeah. firm, right? Yeah, which turns out to be running basically prostitution and and you know all <laughs> kinds of you know <laughs> dirty stuff, money laundering, right. etc. Okay, right. So it's it's very interesting. It sets you up. You go, what are the politics of this show? Mm-hmm. Right. So second season, yep. It's back on campus. It's her second year, uh-huh. um, of course, and she survived relatively. Unscathed? Okay. No, actually, that would be wrong to say. She's quite scarred. Somebody I think. dies. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, okay. mm-hmm. season two, just like any university experience, just like any of university, anybody, second year, much.
0: somebody has died, <laughs> and you've either witnessed it, caused it, or rung the police about it. So, <laughs> or, it, or it's you. Or it's you. In yeah, which case, so that's, that's
1: you. Don't have much to say
0: about it, really. Listeners in Melbourne, if you're at university, then we're not. We're not telling you anything
1: that you haven't already. Known. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so season two, it begins mm. with a male uh, lecturer, oh. a former lecturer, I should say. I mean, it doesn't begin, so, mm. but, it, but early on, yeah. you've got this character. He's a former lecturer, now running a media site. Mm-hmm. And this media site is called, um, what's it called? It's called Twitcher. And nice. it's, um, it's basically kind of like a, not quite Breitbart, but in that kind of space, uh-huh. yep. kind of... Mm, but is a is a right f- Yeah, far right wing. Imagine imagine the chaser, mm. right? If they were kind of right wing, men's rights kind yes. of right? In that like cute, young, it, fresh yes, and funny, Yes, Is that what you mean? And you stunt driven. And, yeah. stunt and stunt driven. Stunt
0: driven, right. Okay. Right? Yep. So yep. really what I'm getting at is yep. the stunt driven aspect of yep. it. Yep. Right? Okay. All right. So it
1: appeals to the kind of uh, you know the sort of anti-authoritarian streak yeah, in a, yeah. a lot of, say, students, young students. Um, but its politics are pretty dubious. So well, they don't notice them. Eh. So this this guy is called Ben Howard. He's a lecturer. He's basically a Jordan Peterson type character. Mm-hmm. So who's Jordan Peterson? Who's Jordan Peterson? Thank um, you. The you tw- <laughs> You're going to tell me, aren't you? <laughs> He's a, the author of a book called The Twelve Rules for Life. Uh, yeah. He. He is a, a very interesting uh, character. He's, he was a lecturer, I think, at the University of Toronto, certainly a Canadian university, um, recently stepped away from teaching because his profile has become so massive mm. through online interviews and he does this kind of uh, vlog, I guess you'd call it, mm. that has resonated massively. He, he's he been interviewed on on. Mainstream media and some of those have sort of gone completely viral. Particularly, well, he's basically he is a uh, he's a philosopher of religion. Is is, that's his sort of background? I guess you call him a cultural anthropologist. Okay, but he's. He, he's, he sort of advocates very strongly for individual responsibility yep. and he's been co-opted, he, he argues very strongly against some of the uh, positions of feminism. Yep. He's been co-opted by the men's rights movement okay. and uh, incels and a whole range yep. of sort of... Incels, dubious involuntary uh,
0: celibates—people who uh,
1: you might not have heard about these
0: incels—they're angry, angry men who believe that that they are owed sex and they involuntary celibate, and that there's a conspiracy against them, and that they are being—what um, p- would be the phrase? Um, uh, not conspired against, but they feel that 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 old phrase, "the world owes owes me a living." Mm-hmm. Well, if you replace "living" with another. Active word, another verb. Then that's mm. what they feel. Mm.
1: I think that they see themselves. Uh, they are, in fact, mm. blokes who've been ignored. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. Yep. and they're angry. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, um, so all, I'm giving all this by way of yes. framing it. Right, mm-hmm. season yes. two basically set in this space, yeah. and I just find it fascinating that it's it's kind of a trashy teen, you know, YA yeah. kind of serial. Six parts only, so it's yeah. quite tight. Mm. Uh, and some of it is just really sort of formulaic and kind of a bit crappy. Yeah. And some of it is really, really fascinating the way yeah. it just sort of, it's grappling with some really, really hot button issues, some big topics, some characters that are absolutely drawn from the real world. It's not as sophisticated as The Good Wife, but it does what The Good okay. Wife did in that it often brought in these kind of things that were just like, that's just happened. And, and now here it is in, the, in this show. Totems. More than Titus, like tell me. I really just want the this Jordan
0: Peterson guy. Mm. His twelve book is twelve. Twelve
1: uh, rules for life. 12 is 12. So is that he's written other <coughs> books, but that's a, the one that's is really. Is this a book that would, would
0: find itself in the, the self help? Yeah, probably. And it's the kind of book you would you would see being made into tapes for guys to yeah. listen to in yeah, their yeah. cars on their way yeah. to job interviews to really yeah. zing and
1: yeah. make themselves feel alive. Yeah, I, yeah, I've read quite a bit of it. Um, I think I got up to rule seven. And How's then it going and for rule you? seven was make sure you finish this book. And I didn't Did it quite was manage it. Really? Is that a joke? No, that was a That's joke. It's a, yeah. a good joke. Mm. Um, I can tell by the way you didn't laugh, but it really <laughs> resonated with you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well okay okay this this it's it's interesting that they've they've taken they they start this, the first season with one um menace one form of 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 a cha- one form of challenge to somebody's feminism and they start the second series with another challenge.
1: It's interesting because of that first series is it it's not really a challenge to feminism. So, a oh, no, much no, to, but to a, a person's reframing. identity it's a as, as, yeah. as somebody who it's and, and a challenge, and that's precisely it. It's all <laughs> about identity yeah. politics. Yeah, this, this stuff is all about identity politics, which is good. And it's really interesting. Really I'm, gl-
0: interesting. I'm, I'm glad that popular entertainment is catching mm. up with mm. with three aw. <laughs> I believe you went and did something that I haven't done for a long time. You mean when I use the bathroom? here? <laughs> well, yeah, that's one thing. <laughs> uh, you do this a lot. You do this more than I do. Uh, you went to a concert. Uh, I, I think you call it a gig. Okay, because I thought it was it was a concert. No, I, I yes, yeah, so because I go to gigs more than concerts. And, it Was at the Gershwin Room? Okay. Well, yeah, that's a gig. Yeah. yeah. Is there yeah. is
1: there a tipping point at which it goes from a gig to a concert? Well,
0: price is a bit of one, isn't it? Like if you went to the corner, you'd say, I went to a gig... If you paid a hundred dollars or something mm. like that, I don't know if you, if there is anything that you'd have to pay a hundred dollars for. I, I just don't know. Then <laughs> there's lots
1: of stuff you'd pay a hundred dollars from. Sad to tell you, no, not at the at the, oh, corner, no, at I the mean, corner. I okay, don't know right, if that's, if, right, it, okay. if it goes that high. You know, I think when I saw um, Teenage Fan Club, it might have been nudging up in that direction. And
0: I I think it was around eighty or ninety dollars to see Tower of Power at the Croxton. All right. So yeah, I, I'm yeah places like that, the old beer barns, they're, they're gigs. You know, yeah. But, so I, I think I think. Also, the sitting down factor too. So, if it's That's a, a show, isn't
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> it depends
0: if you like musical theatre, if you're going to the latest. What's the latest? Uh, thoroughly, thoroughly modern Millie at the Arts Center by the production company. Well, we Always thought the production company a bit interesting because they don't really go for sets, they just kind of do a read and a sing. And, a, and I think well, it's a good way to do something on the cheap. For, I mean, it's a, not, not a very kind phrase, I don't mean it unkindly at all. But then, how much are the tickets?
1: Oh, I'm not sure how much. I yeah, so I I'm wondering about yeah. that, you know, because um, uh, yeah, I'm interested. They did do you know. the David Bowie thing recently, which um really?
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. I, I'm surprised about that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, which yeah, it was kind of a bit left field for them. Sure, um, got some extra two
0: baseball expressions you've used at this table this evening. too. baseball <laughs> expressions. Left field. Yes. And what was the
1: other one? D- really. <laughs> what was it? Curveball. A oh, curveball. Curveball. <laughs> yes. Is left curveball. field a baseball expression? Yeah, it is. I didn't know yeah, that. It is. God. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's educational sitting here opposite uh, you. It really is. I
0: try to use no baseball expressions. In really? fact, I reckon I I am very successful in not using a baseball expression in I reckon my strike-out speech. If you're not <laughs> careful.
1: <laughs> anyway, hey, so
0: Robert Forster. Robert Forster. Yeah.
1: Yep, it was was awesome. I'm not surprised.
0: I'm not surprised at all. Well, you know,
1: like I've seen, I've seen the Go Betweens, and I've seen Mm -hmm. uh, Rob Forster, I've seen Grant McLennan. I haven't seen Grant McLennan for at least a decade. No, but I, uh, over the years, I have seen, (laughs) (laughs) I have seen various iterations. Yep, uh, and it's not always great. Okay, it's usually at least pretty good. Yeah, Um, but this was a really terrific show. It was really Mm -hmm. joyous. Kay. And he's got a new album out. He played yep. a handful of songs from that, probably you know four or so. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He played a couple of uh, go-between songs that were grants, which was yep. a bit of a surprise and a kind of a nice tribute. Mm-hmm. And do you think Paul ever plays any of John's? I suspect not. No, no. no. <laughs> I think the dynamic between Grant and Robert is very different yes. than yes. that between Paul McCartney <laughs> and John Lennon. Um, and he had a a great band. Uh, okay. Fantastic guitarist, a guy called Scott Bromley. He was okay. Really, really superb. Uh, among the other band members was mm-hmm. his, was Mrs. Forster, his wife. There's a Mrs. Forster. Yeah. Karen Boimler, who okay. was playing violin and doing mm-hmm. backing vocals. So guitar, violin, singing, drums? Drums, yes. absolutely, Yep. Yeah. And and they were tight and mm. great. They were and like a great band. They were, were a great band. They were band. not... <laughs> and,
0: Did you go back and, and have a chat? And some
1: pretty great material. No, I didn't go back and have a chat. I hung around for a little while, but I was with sort of a crowd lunch? of people. who you wanted have lunch I next didn't have day? lunch. Not no. this time. Did you didn't yeah. No? no. Bob! Next time you're in town, let's go do those oysters again. Channel 9 will p- pick up the deal,
0: but they will want to film it for the new Sorry. reality show, no, Lunch with
1: Carl. I don't know. It's a good idea. I might pitch that. I don't know if uh, It has to be Carl Stefanovic. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. I don't know if you read the Lunch with I did with Robert Forster. No. Right, no, a couple of years completely ago. It escaped my, my it was when. Yeah, well, you should read it because it was very funny. Oh, I will. Was it? Can no, I? I Is it? Know. Can you access old stuff? Have you heard of the interwebs? It yeah. works for stuff like that. It's really oh. you're typing Carl Quinn, mm. Robert Forster, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, okay. you're going to get Tell that. Me. Anyway, we we had like, we had lunch at um, Garden State in the city, oh, and really? and I'll behave. No, and no, whose idea was it to go there? Oh, I don't know. Somebody's. He ordered a dozen oysters for lunch. That was his lunch. A dozen oysters, and then he started because part of the deal is like the photographer comes and shoots the dishes before you oh. demolish them. Of course, right? Yeah. And <laughs> We, we kind of you know, we got chatting, forgot about the fact that that's all he was ordering. Mm-hmm. He'd eaten like, ate a few. And then it, uh, the photographer turns up and goes, oh, oh, what about that? And he went, oh, I'll have another half dozen. <laughs> so, he, so his lunch was 18 oysters.
0: That was all he had. That is a great lunch. I feel in mm. Brillat Savaran's book, uh, what's it called? The Physiology of Taste. Mm. He talks about oysters yeah. and he talks about... Uh, gourmands, which is like the, the the vulgar side of being a gourmet, right. enjoying 200, 300 oysters <sighs> at, a, at a sitting as an entree. Oh, my God. And I thought, <laughs> Le grand bouffe. how many? How did you how, do that? How, how, I don't understand. I couldn't eat one. But, but you look at those 18th century guys, and some of them are pretty corpulent. Yeah. In fact, they're not pretty corpulent. They are massive, yeah. s- some of those guys. You this see your creosote. paintings of them, and they just kind of, and flow out of their own clothes. Um, so, yes, eighteen oysters. I reckon I could do eighteen oysters did if, you? If, if Channel Nine was picking up the tab. I mm. could eat eighteen it wasn't oysters. Channel 9. Okay, well, it's Fairfax. Back in those back days, back in those days, you're back right, in old, olden, right. olden times. Okay, I would even, I would even accept oysters from Fairfax. Would you? I would not. I would not. <laughs> I don't think you snob. get them anymore. No, I don't think I would either. But I do love oysters, <laughs> and right. I, I think good on. Robert. So does Robert Forster. So what else? What did he have to? I've got listeners can. Um, Realize that Carl Quinn is exactly right when he says you type in Carl Quinn and Robert Forster and you get the whole thing. It's great. It's amazing. Lunch with Robert Forster. I wouldn't write about anyone's drug use but my own. Doesn't that reel in the reader? Doesn't that make you go, hmm, I, I, I. Drug use. Because <sighs> he's in a band. Mm-hmm. he was in a band mm-hmm. is it still a band or is it just him and they uh, get together for this mm-hmm. one gig and off they go
1: again no, no they it. recorded the album together so you know I guess you'd call it a band
0: I like it when the band that recorded the album goes out with it mm-hmm. I like it often people will, will do it piecemeal and get somebody and somebody and, somebody and then you have a band that, that is familiar with the material but what they're playing is another version of what the album is and sometimes that's good sometimes it's mm. nice to hear the people who are on the record so lucky you you heard the people on the record I did man you've made me really hungry I haven't had dinner you know. <laughs> I got haven't had craving for oysters oh man if I could have some oysters on this right now and I'd need some champagne I, so to it go oysters, with it. oysters
1: I just can't do right but okay. I'll tell you what I can do what? I can go collecting oysters. Okay. I've never so, done that. That yeah. looks like it would hurt my hands. Hey, well, my hands are very important it's to a, me, It's calm. a tricky like, thing to do. but It looks uh, like it would hurt them. Oh, it, it a couple of times good. in recent years, mm. in January holidays, we've gone mm. to this this inlet yeah. uh, where there are, in far east Victoria, where there are oysters growing wild on the rocks. And you're allowed to? There used to well, there used to be a farm there, right? There used yeah, to be an oyster okay. farm It's long since abandoned, but mm. they, they spawn. They just, mm. they just spawn. grow there. It's and nice to hear that word again. And as do the muscles. And uh, it's kind of like, it's a fun thing to do. You swim across the inlet and boogie mm-hmm. boards and flippers and wetsuits and you yeah. go with hammers and buckets and tent pegs and. This is. St- Screwdrivers and chip them off the rocks, and occasionally fall over and cut your hands and knees. See, that's, 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 see there we are. Yeah. there we are. That, that, you've lost it there. That's you, what you, stops you, yeah. me from enjoying and the sharks the coming, collecting attracted it. by the blood. Yes. and I'm, I'm the oyster
0: eater. You be, this is good. This is good for us. It's so a good you, division of labour. You collect the oysters. <laughs> I eat the oysters, and and I might even buy a bottle of uh, champagne. I might drink it to drink. See, yeah, you can yeah. drink some of the champagne, mm-hmm. and I will eat some of the. I'll eat all the oysters because you don't want any. Mm. I don't have the knife, the shucking knife, so yeah. you'll have to open them for me
1: as well. Right. <laughs> <Guzzle on. laughs> yeah, That's where my division of <laughs> labour hits the wall. No, thank you. Yeah. I'll do it now. Uh, it's good, good. So what's the album called? It's called Inferno. Inferno? Yeah. And you've listened? I've listened, yeah. Um, what do yeah. you think? Uh, not bad, not mm-hmm. bad, yeah. I mean, I, I think with, with Robert's solo work, my, my personal view is mm. there's usually a few really cracking songs and mm. then there's some that are, you know, okay. and Yeah, you know. yeah. Um, He's an interesting lyricist. Do um, they grow on you? Do you find yeah, that? Yeah, that yeah, see yeah, that definitely. that happens sometimes with
0: me is that I'll, I'll listen to an album and there'll be three or four brilliant, and then the others. Mm, then I'll go back to it and they'll yeah. assert themselves and yeah. become the songs that I f- start to favour over the ones that initially sparked mm. my interest. So uh, that's. That, I think that sometimes that that shows a record perhaps be better than it is, at, mm. at, but you might think it is when there are some. That you know, oh, I don't know about those. <laughs> or it might just show maturity in the listener. You are reaching mature years. Or it could come. just be a war of attrition. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're worn down over time. Oh,
0: not that one again. Oh, mm. all right.
1: Just briefly, yeah. Andrew, because I know you love mm. to be kept abre- abreast I of I all do. things I Disney. Do. Oh, yeah. The Lion King.
0: It's funny that you should say that. I no, know you somebody. Seen it. I know somebody who saw it and they even I thought do you know about this? Did you did you just go because it's called The Lion King and you've got happy <laughs> memories of some other Lion King that you must have seen once or even my happy memories as a child which Disney have co-opted that of Kimber the White Lion which I love to watch on Sunday afternoons on Channel 2. Uh, the Lion King just lifted whole swathes of Kimber the White Lion I read in an article having never seen The Lion King. So, the Lion King the movie you've mm. seen it because mm. you have to mm.
1: and can you put everybody out of their misery well i'd just say that for whatever its other virtues and failings mm-hmm. it's a technological milestone it's mm-hmm. it's an incredible piece of work and it it is i think we we'll, we'll look back on this in the way that w- we do on 2001 say, on Toy Story okay which yep. was really the film that sort of introduced the world to CGI mm-hmm. animation in a in a in a major way. Yep. And I think this is a film that was it, I mean its construction is amazing. Mm-hmm. The, I mean it, you could say but it's just the animated film done frame by frame, yeah. you know, and it's followed exactly the same storybook and the songs are the same and, you know, and yeah. And that's all, it's all pretty true. much true. Yeah. Right. I mean it's longer. It's about yep. twenty five minutes longer. So they haven't done it frame by frame. Mm-hmm. Quite if you're gonna be yeah, really yeah, really yeah. pedantic yeah. about it. Yeah. But it is you know, it, they haven't rethought the story or anything, mm-hmm. and they haven't, sadly, haven't rethought the songs. Because mm-hmm. I've got to say, oh, I'm not a fan of those songs no, at all, not at all. No. Um, nor am I of uh, the Aladdin songs are a bit better, I think. Um, but you know, and interestingly, the stage musicals of both, I think, are, are better than the film. Th- than the versions. Film. Yeah, yeah, I would. Um, but anyway, uh, I digress there, which yes. is a very strange we, thing to do on the show. We don't normally do that. No, we don't. We don't, do do no, that, we don't. Yeah. Need to get yeah. a bit more discipline. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Given sorry. your uniform, I would have thought you'd be used to discipline. But this film has been shot entirely in a virtual reality uh, environment. So the the cinematographer, Caleb Deschanel, who's in his 70s, -hmm. very renowned cinematographer, nominated for six Academy Awards over his career, knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's suddenly in a space that he doesn't know what he's doing, which yeah. is he's wearing a VR headset. Yeah. He's inside an environment that has been created in a computer yeah. and he's going, that's where I want the camera. That's the lens I want to use. That's yeah. the effect I'm looking for. That's how I want to move through the scene and so, so on. And that's right, being captured yep. mm-hmm. on a secondary uh, sort of platform yep. and then it's being it's generated. Being generated well, yeah. and That sounds amazing. Everything in the film is photorealist, yeah. but it's all... Uh, It's a combination of like motion capture, I think, Mm. and probably there's some sort of real environments that have been filmed, Uh but then they've been tricked up, they've been added and manipulated in in computers. So what you end up with... They've been put
0: on a computer.
1: They've been put on a computer. Computer says yes. In this case, it is remarkable. So I, I honestly think that even if you don't like Disney films generally, yeah. even if you don't yeah. like. Cultural appropriation. Well, yeah, that. Yeah. Um, syrupy yeah. Elton John, Tim Rice yeah. musical numbers. Mm. All the things that are, uh, you know, not not the really exciting bits yeah. about it. Yeah. I would park those yeah. to the side. Just to and be go and amazed this. by this. Yeah, because technology. your mind. Yeah. I think your mind will be blown. Yeah. So, I'm going to get one of those vultures one day. I'm going to get one. I don't know why it's so important to you. I just feel like it would make me feel better. <gasps> oh, no, it's a little lion. That is not a lion. Well, then go check it out. What is that it? That is not a lion. It's a furry bird. It looks like a lion. Yeah, that's not a lion. Let me get a closer look. Excuse me. Oh, all right. Let me see what we're dealing with here. It's a lion. Run for your life, Wait, no, wait, 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 It's just, it's a little lion. It gets bigger. Can we keep them? Can we please keep him? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I promise. I'll walk him every day. If he makes a little mess, I'll clean it up. You'll be be... his little mess. He's gonna eat you and then use my body as a toothpick. But one day, when he's big and strong, he'll be on our side. I've got it. What if he's on our side? Hear me out! Having a ferocious lion around might not be such a bad idea. Well, then can we keep him? Yes, of course we can keep him! My God! Who is the brains of this operation? We're gonna name him Fred. And, and frankly, it's just shy of a billion dollars worldwide and Disney needs help getting over oh, the line. Yeah. Oh yeah, You
0: know, you're talking about this and I'm thinking one word yeah. and, and you'll know all about this. You've probably known about this for however long it's been going on. I initially thought this was some kind of Spinal Tap style hoax when I saw <laughs> the little movie that preceded the trailer. But having seen the trailer, it's the real deal, man. And we're talking, and you know what I'm going to say, cats... Oh dear Lord. Dear Lord. That's when you talk about the Uh, height of of the filmmakers' (laughs) art and genius, the brilliance of technology. When you look at the trailer for cats, you think not only money well spent, but how how did they do it?
1: How did they do it? So let me just let me just say this about cats, right? So the trailer came out, but a couple of days before the trailer came out, and by chance, the day after I'd been to see The Lion King, right, uh-huh. where you know mind officially blown, yep. Yep. right, yep. 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 wow, that yep. is amazing, yeah, yeah. This behind the scenes—that's what I was talking about, like that I little thought was little a f- Spinal Tap style parody. Filmette turned yes. up, right, yes. where James Corden is going and they're using techniques in this film that you've never seen before. I <laughs> go okay, like makeup and costume is that what he's talking about? Is that what he's talking let's about? Let's not
0: spoil it Prancing? too much. Let's 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 let the people put the trailer up. Let the people see the Lion King Trailer, and they can see the real thing—the real technological masterpiece that is Cats. Yeah. Based it, on, if you know what we mean, uh, you, it's you big know, cats, little cats. It's, it's really? The, it's, it was a there was a stage musical that was very popular based on a, a book of poems by T. S. Eliot. The stage musical was called Cats, so it's that Cats,
1: not some other Cats you've never heard of. It's Andrew Lloyd Webber, yeah, Andrew Webber and Lloyd I think Tim Rice again. Tim Rice is Cats. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, one yeah. one is remarkable, and the other one is Remarkabler Cats. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, that film's a long way off yet. I mean, you know, we'll see that, I think, towards the end of the year. but okay. uh, Or we won't, as oh, the case oh, may be. Oh, maybe we won't.
0: <laughs> okay, that's it for The Clappers hope you've enjoyed this episode of course you can listen to this and all others you can, we've got many platforms wherever your podcast can be found or wherever you enjoy your podcast you can listen to the clappers this and all
1: previous clappers anytime you like and if you want to continue the conversation as well it's a kind of one-way conversation really one-way sorry conversation. about that you can make yeah. it two-way by hopping over to the facebook page Yes. look for the clappers podcast the uh, sign up and uh, we'll share well whatever we share we'll share we'll share